Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 925, just 75 away from the big one. Hey! September 19th, 2022, 94 degrees was the record high on this day, and they enjoyed that in 1895. And it was 33 degrees in 1991, and once again, a trace of snow on this day in 1927. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Hey, big game tonight, huh? Oh, yeah. Big game tonight, huh? Which one? Well, there's two Monday night games. Is that going to be every Monday? And they overlap. What's the point of this? We're the early one, though, right? No, no, we're the second one. We are. Mm-hmm. My bills are taken start? on the Titans at six o'clock. Six. Okay, but what? 15. Seriously, is this uh, going to be all season? I don't believe. Why so. Why don't you find out? I'm going. Do I'm the on research. A, I'm on it right now. Joe, the expert that you are, giving lilacs, ice outs, weather stats, and celestial updates. When should we expect fall color information? Oh boy! Please tell us GLers where to go to see them. Thanks, Joe from Egan. Well, he's 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 trying to get a rise out of me. You're not going to happen, is because it? Because here's the deal with the uh, fall colors. They come to you. Yep. You don't have to go anywhere. Just like the fireplace people Rook used to endorse. They right. come but to isn't you. it Chimney a little suites. like watching the same rerun over and over and over again? If you stay home or go on the road, it's the same every year. It's well, a, why not? If you normally stay home, why not go out on the road for a year? Because they come to you. Get you up to, to the, waste North Shore. the gas. You don't have to waste the gas and thus preserve. But more you're seeing of the air. same red leaf every year in your yard. It's boring. Unless you're going to Giants Ridge, that would be the only reason maybe to go north. That would be good. Yeah. That would be yeah. pretty. Yeah. Uh, and, next week, there is only one Monday night game, and it's the same with week four. So I am assuming. Well, that this I don't is know the, why this was special. Well, usually they do it for the opening weekend, which I found surprising that it was week two this year. Yeah, I'm not whatever. sure why. Whatever. It's too nice out to get too wrapped up in football. But, bah. Well, hail the flashlight king. Hail, hail you. you. Listening to the podcast while painting a trailer in the garage, I was pondering the definition of a road trip. Miles, time, length. Then I remembered when the wife and I used the term road trip. If we jump in our RV and leave Duluth Superior for a trip to, say, Hinkley for a concert, Hayward or Brainerd for a weekend on Gull Lake, golfing out in the wilderness at Giants Ridge, or driving to our house in St. Pete's, Florida, the one common thread is if we pack a suitcase and stay overnight, then to me, that's a road trip. No overnight stay is just considered a tour or a drive. Just the opinion of a loyal, knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing, racist, (laughs) sexist, homophobic, Islamophobic conservative. Also a proud deplorable and longtime GLer, good good luck, Mike McDonald. You can use my name. Day trip. Very nice. So day trip. That's what we have, road trips and day trips. Yeah, and there's a tremendous, tremendous distinction. The uh, the road trip, I like that one, overnight. David Bliss says three or four GL podcasts. So wait a second. 
Such, one day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did like 780 miles in one day. Round uh, trip. And ended up at, back at home? Yeah. I, I, you call that what you want. I really don't care. You call that a road trip. All right. Clarification then. One day this past summer, I made it all the way from the border of Montana all the way home. It's got to be 15, well, were, 16 was, straight hours. You know, that's just silly. Is that a day trip or is that a road trip? No, that's just silly. It was part of a road trip. Oh, okay. Just wanted to clarify. But I did in one day. I think Kenny can give himself road trip merit for that much mileage. All right. Yeah. We had the Reverend Tim on. For but that. I didn't spend the night. I mean, if you're going to make some rules up, you got to follow them. I, I'm not. This seems to be kind of floating around the periphery of the town council here in uh, above the boathouse. Well, let's get this nailed late. down. Don't be so wishy-washy. Come on. What's what's right. happened to you? It's not easy being yeah, a mayor. liberal. Let's go here. Nail this down. All right. I say you, I, I'm going to go with the guy who just said you got to stay overnight. That's a road, road trip. trip. Okay. Works for me. All right. Works so you didn't me. have a road trip. I didn't have a road you trip. You had a day trip. That's all it was. Yeah. Just a simple day trip. By the way, on that trip. I took a road trip, trip last weekend. Hmm. Such on that trip in Iowa, I went through a town called Cylinder. Ooh. Cylinder, Iowa. Cool. Really? Why didn't you get a picture of the green sign welcoming I you? I did. Oh, you did? I did, actually, oh. but I decided to screw it. And did you tweet okay. it? Nope. Didn't bother. Mm-hmm. What's the town in Iowa you were touting? Because in all seriousness. Aslick, Iowa. That's Aslick, Iowa. No, you were touting one that had the... Uh, <laughs> How'd it get its name? At a great town square, and it was um, charming. And It's just east of Knoxville, Iowa. I would have to resort to my Google map. But you said it was worth it. It might even be worth a road trip. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Cylinder, Iowa, directly south of Fairmont. On old Highway 18. How far away is that from Aslick? <laughs> Just around the corner. Uh, it might have been Oskaloosa, Joe. That's the one. Might have been Oskaloosa. That's what you said. Oskaloosa yeah, yeah. was worth the effort. Yep. We had Tim Christopher on Friday uh, in response to the idea that uh, the outgoing Attorney General, Keith Ellison, I say with some hope, uh, is now that there's an election, is pretending to be very concerned about the crime uh, in and around Merwin's Liquor Store and Winner's Gas Station at Lindale and Broadway. And uh, Tim and I essentially disagreed. I, I contend that the uh, crime uh, is the result of the lack of consequences handed down by the authorities. There, there isn't any. They're getting away with There's a wax, oh, a wax, an axe-wielding guy in New York just tore up a McDonald's and then uh, he's out on bail. Sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, well, you can't have a country that way. Nope. And we're rapidly seeing that, that you can't have a country. Minneapolis tried to pretend it's safe and had a, a weekend of, uh, what would you call it, a block party type situation in downtown Minneapolis. And how many people were shot in the early hours of Sunday morning? I believe I read three. six. Uh, three or six. I thought it was six. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. But back to Merwin's, uh, uh, Mike writes, I took a stroll down the service road of life yesterday with my tiny pet buffalo chipper to sort a few things out (laughs) about your podcast detailing Keith Ellison uh, putting a business on notice for a crime problem. It's not that businesses like Merwin's Liquors don't have a role and responsibility in operating a safe business because they do, whether it is in hiring security officers or installing security cameras. This expectation would be reasonable if the government, Keith Ellison, were not abdicating its public safety responsibility in holding criminals responsible and keeping them out of society. A private business cannot bridge the public safety gap when a government refuses to perform its duty, which is why it's laughable for Ellison to point the progressive finger at Merwin's. See, and I happen to agree with that. And that's where Tim and I uh, disagree. Part ways. 
They can be linked to the illegal immigration catastrophe on the southern border. Since Biden took office, the third rail, without conscience, has wholly ignored the 3 million minimum illegal border crossings, nearly 800 migrant deaths on the border this year alone, the enriching of cartel traffickers, the fentanyl poisoning of thousands of, of Americans, not to mention overrun border towns. Yet I am supposed to believe, according to Chuck Todd of MSNBC, sending 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard is inhumane because the island lacks infrastructure. Chuck Todd failed to mention Martha's Vineyard does not lack wealth and multi-room mansions to take in a few migrants if they were quickly re, uh, as they were quickly removed from the island. The bottom line is the progressive elites have an innate ability to point out the speck in the eye of the common man while ignoring the log in their own eye. Keep pushing back, Mike in Bemidji, Minnesota. I couldn't agree more. Okay. I couldn't agree more. Merwin's and Winner's Winner's Gas Station, that's the fault of a really lousy, poorly led political constituency that we have. That and the failure of moral and ethical integrity among poorly raised children. It has nothing to do with Winner's and has nothing to do with Merwin's. Uh, This one's from Conrad, Broadway and Lindale. Listening to your conversation with Reverend Tim, my head nearly exploded. The reverend did not sound very GL. I did not hear responses to the questions, and the responses I did hear sounded very apologetic and blaming the business owner. This is the most crime-ridden intersection in the city. I hold city leaders and the police accountable. If you have a known congregation, point of known criminals, would there not have been a police squad there 24-7? Further, if you're paying $7 million in protection money, isn't the violence being interrupted? Let's tell the truth here. The corner is a criminal-free zone. The business owners and their employees are hostages. These are not garden-variety shoplifters. These are people who do not want to mess up their dealings. I don't doubt the reverend is under pressure himself. We have cancer. It takes powerful medicine to cure cancer, and sometimes it's worse than the disease. It gets harder to listen to daily hand-wringing. I want leaders held accountable for ruining our cities. Yeah, not business owners. (laughs) I want charges brought for malfeasance and dereliction of duty. I want officials fired and elected officials recalled and sent to jail. That's the GL response, Conrad. I, again... Could not agree more. Could not agree But who's more. there to, and I'm not that I disagree, because I, I agree completely, but who's there to hold the politicians accountable? That's their point. Yeah. No one. Absolutely exactly. no one. Right. Uh, point of clarification. Uh, this is from KSDP.com. Six people injured three seriously after gunfire erupted in downtown Minneapolis early Saturday morning. So, Was it early Saturday morning? Friday night into Saturday Friday morning. Friday night into Saturday Two. morning, and the uh, the news channels went out of their way to provide the free publicity for the fact that downtown Minneapolis was having these. And you know what? It looked. Did anybody see this? By the way, on the news, mm-hmm. the ten o'clock news on either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night, the uh, the town uh, the, uh, Minneapolis had. I'm, I'm calling it a block party for lack of a better term. Sure. They kind of uh, uh, roped off some areas in the in the warehouse district and had music and food trucks and the yeah. whole deal and hoping kind of like a pop up. Yes, and hoping people would come down and discover uh, safety. It, there was nobody there. It was kind of sad. Wow. Well, who in God's name is going to go to that? But, well, I, I know, used to work those events. It was barren, and they were fun. It was the one time where you really it it was it was an enjoyable experience being downtown. Absolutely nobody in their right mind is going there anymore. Didn't Smashing Pumpkins once play outside downtown? Oh, that was years and it was ago. about 30,000 people? It was more than that. It was closer to 100. It was closer to 100. It was yeah. the summer of 1998. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That long ago? There's a reason I remember. I'm sure you do. It was a good Were you summer. arrested? No, it was a good summer. Oh. Well, my point is, this poor event they held over the weekend... Uh, empty parking lots and uh, but that's your I, I think what, there was nobody there yeah, right your point is they used to have those and they weren't like Chris saying who would go down there well that's kind of what your point is they've they've chased everyone away and we can't have those events anymore and and let's d- get back to winners and Merwins uh, 
I, I, uh, Tim and I will part ways on this. I don't think it's Winner's fault, and I don't think it's uh, Merwin's fault. I think Keith Ellison is a phony, and I think he found two good targets there in a tough neighborhood, and he would find uh, people terribly sympathetic to his BS that, look at me, I'm a tough little guy, and I'm now going <laughs> after Winner's uh, gas station and Merwin's liquor store because there's been shootings there and crime. Keith, there's been shootings there in crime for a long time. You're just waking up to the fact that you've now are dead even in the polls with Jim Schultz. And if there's a God in heaven, you don't have a prayer to get reelected. So, uh, yeah, you just realized you're less than two months away from election day and oh crap, I better do something. What have here. you brought to the state, Keith? What have you brought to the well, safety of the citizens of Minnesota? He sued, what have you done? He sued the coffee shop up north for opening during the pandemic. That that saved That's a lot right. of lives, didn't yeah. it? Right. And we were almost, you know, Tim's a Tim's our friend, and he's he's a uh, 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 an influential guy, and he walks the walk and he talks the talk in North Minneapolis. He's a good soul. And we almost fell in. I almost fell into the trap of buying it. But no, Tim, you were full of B as in B, S as in S, and I love you. But you were full of BS on this point. We almost fell into the trap of blaming the business owner for crime. And that we cannot fall into that trap. Otherwise, you'll have no businesses. Right. None. And then you have nothing. Well, what do you have now? No tax now? base. You don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? The left is ruining the biggest cities of the country. And they're doing it Period. for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. And uh, the principal reason is they've allowed themselves to believe that uh, criminals are merely victims of long, white, patriarchal oppression. And uh, I got your signal there, but I want to tell you something. I'm going to put in a new order of gator magnets for my garage. For all of us? For the team? No. I need a couple yeah, for the garage. Because I want to improve my storage. Gator uh, magnetics, they're a patented magnetic with multiple poles. Magnetic poles. Which makes it which makes them strong. Yes. You can't even pull the damn thing off the metal surface. You gotta lift a little plastic flipper, bing bang boom, the magnet falls off into your hand, the hook, and you take it over yonder and you say, Hmm, I think hanging things here would make a great deal of sense. Yes. For and sure. they've got, they, you can hang a basket between two hooks. You can do a variety of things with them. You can turn your toolbox, shelves, cabinets, workbenches, steel fire doors, the side of your pickup truck when you're on a job site. Everything can become a storage space with gator magnetics. They're really, really a cool idea and a really nifty product. Uh, go to the website, Gator Magnetics. Dot com and see uh, Gator Magnetics in action. Uh, get a glimpse of what the future holds. GatorMagnetics.com The time is right to get in touch with Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services, and I'm going to give their phone number to you very shortly, reminding you that, yes, they're garage logicians, and it also is a veteran-owned business. Kahuna is letting GLers know that they do a great job. And Adam F. sent this message to me. We hired Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services to do the works. House wash, windows inside and out, screens and tracks. Crew was A-plus on the customer service, worked around the dogs, the kids, the hard-to-please-at-home wife. You guys were not lying. Adam, thank you for patronizing Kahuna Window Cleaning Services. You can find them yourself. Check them out at kahunawindowcleaning.com. Or if you want to go old school and give them a call, 612-888-5248. If you're like Adam and me and Joe and you don't want to get up on a ladder, well, they'll do it for you. Clean out the gutters. Do the windows inside and out. Whatever you need, they will help you. Uh, happily serving families and businesses in the metro area with top-rated window washing services since 2007. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, so you're dealing with professionals. 612-888-5248. Don't risk climbing up a ladder to clean out gutters or clean windows. Get those squeegees moving from Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services at kahunawindowcleaning.com. Here's a man who spends hours in playing that stool, sifting through the nuts and bullets of life. This is new, Dylan. Oh, it is. This has been around for ages. You're right, late July. 
sorry. Ages. Well, you just got three new ones last week. That's funny. I could write some It's going to be a shame when I get COVID tomorrow. Which penetrating oil if I beat you to, it. <laughs> to buy? Which one are you going to buy, Kenny? Hmm. Well, Deep Creep is the real deal. It works better to deeply penetrate rusted nuts and bolts than any other chemical on the shelf. Uh, from luck that locked up rusty tools and nuts and bolts to everything else, if you need it working as good as new, Seafoam Deep Creep is the only option that will make you and keep you happy. Where do you find it? Well, whether it's Deep Creep, Top Engine Cleaner, Tranny Tuner, any one of the variations of the engine treatment, you're going to find it wherever fine automotive chemicals are sold. Grocery stores, convenience stores, auto part joints, uh, hardware. Uh, personally, I think barbershops and meat markets should carry it, but that's just me. You'll find it everywhere. That's the point. A local company, a global reach, and a true miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Over the weekend, we learned that Governor Walls has released his climate action plan. Yes. Yep. And because uh, this is what plagues the state of Minnesota, let's go. Joe. Right. And he, well, here's an email from from Randy who writes, "Just wanted to bring your attention to the governor's new plan to reduce pollution." You don't have to bring my attention to it, Randy. Thank you. I did my due diligence. I read the papers over the weekend. Uh. As stated, and he's, he's referring me to a, a newscast he heard down in Rochester. As stated on the newscast, the framework for this plan identifies immediate and long-term actions Minnesotans can take to achieve the state's goal to help communities reduce pollution and climate change. Just a minute, I must make a note to a myself. I must make a note to myself to, see you, to tell you something I saw. Uh, the the uh, framework for this plan identifies immediate and long-term actions Minnesotans can take to achieve the state's goal to help communities reduce pollution and climate change. During the broadcast, the news anchor stated, the plan includes six measurable and achievable goals for climate action. Uh, is, we don't know Well, that. and this was from what station in Rochester? KROC? Uh, K sub, K. TTC. Okay. Okay. Uh, and and uh, emailer Randy's on the right track here. What, number one, clean transportation. What does that mean? I guess you could make an argument that that's measurable. Clean transportation? Is that like electric buses and things yeah. like that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Light rail? Yeah. Two, climate smart natural and working lands. Uh, what is measurable about that? I don't know. What does that even mean? Does that mean a change in the way we farm? And may I point out, if if the light rail system is a clean form of energy, do you count the drug use on it, or does that not get included when you're talking about? We the do clean, not count the drug that, that's, that's, that's different. Yeah. Okay, that's a different category. Guys are heading Number on the three, winners. resilient communities. This is just boilerplate nonsense. Yeah. I I I never wanted to dislike <laughs> walls. I've always been one to say during the height of COVID, that he did not ask for that. That is true. I, I cut him a great deal of slack, and I didn't wring my hands and gnash my teeth because he was behaving the way he did during COVID. He did, he did not ask for COVID, and I think he handled it the way the only way he knew how to handle it. Uh, we don't... Sorry. Like a that. dummy? But... The whole giving himself executive powers for about 16 straight years, that was a little much. Well, I haven't yeah, finished my thought. Sorry. I have grown to not uh, have much respect for his thinking. I, I think he is a pawn in a much larger Mysterian scheme. Yep. Mm -hmm. And and this is a, a classic example with him spouting these uh, absolutely nonsensical uh, so-called measurable plans to improve the climate. Resilient communities. Not measurable means nothing. It just sounds good in a press release. Number four, clean energy and efficient buildings. Now, the argument might be made you could measure that, but I'm going with no, that's not measurable. It's not, it's not readily or handily or easily measurable. Number five, healthy lives and communities. Well, I suppose you could what... Um, 
measure hospital admission statistics once all these phony programs are put in place. Number six, clean economy, not measurable. <laughs> I don't understand. There, what there's that nothing is. measurable about it. Right, right. That's gobbledy. That money's dirty. Gobbledy. The economy <laughs> taking place on the parking <laughs> lot at Winners Gas in Merwin's liquor store is not a clean economy. Okay, so oh, he's going to get hard on crime. Wait, yeah, no. Quick question, uh, the emailer Randy writes. Who will implement and oversee these measurable and achievable goals? Isn't that a wonderful question? Mm-hmm. Will it be the same people in St. Paul and Minneapolis? Oh, that's a serious question. <laughs> right. For your future. Or more accurately, the future of your children. Who, just who is going to determine whether uh, we have clean energy and efficient buildings? Who's just going to determine uh, if your community is resilient? And we don't even know what that means. Don't we have a chief resilience officer in St. Paul, I Russ Stark? I believe we do. I believe he Completely is. Completely unheard of yep. during the entire Carter administration. Completely unheard of. Mm-hmm. There's a bounty out for him seen riding a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to happen, bro. Just who will implement and oversee these measurable and achievable goals are met, and what are the measures? Oddly, the broadcast, he's talking about the TV newscast down in Rochester, never addressed this question. Can you please help with my understanding the measures for these boilerplate buzzwords, bingo, achievable goals? No, I can't help you. You don't need help understanding, uh, Randy. You've already figured out this is nonsense. Is this a legitimate question? Yes. Am I missing something? No, you're not missing a thing. Or is it just reporting is it what it used to be? It's worse than reporting is it what it used to be. It's reporting is acting in concert with this nonsense. These young uh, reporters, whether it's TV or newspapers, they just buy without question. (laughs) They've swallowed the pill. They they buy without question that uh, climate change is real. and it's Well, it's always happened, young people. And it always will, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. <clears throat> I'm getting to the note I made to myself. Okay, I see that. Just trying to make sense of how we have become so poorly led by adult children and we keep reelecting them. Feeling unrepresented, Randy. Uh, P.S. I nearly won buzzword bingo. If only they included the words inclusivity and diversity. Oh, well, better luck next time. Then he sent me the link, but it was the same story that was in the newspaper and the same story on local news channels. And that is, and this is where I've, I've really fallen away from, uh, from Tim Walls. I, I don't respect, uh, he has no independent thoughts. He, uh, he pretty much is a pawn of some sort yeah. of Mysterian brotherhood. He, he's toting the company line. Yeah, for sure. he's, he's toting the leftist company line and he knows no more about resilient communities than I do, and he doesn't need to because it's not important. Uh, he knows he knows nothing good. about clean trans. He knows nothing about any of this because none of this is meaningful. Why did he finally decide to debate? By the way, do we know what the what the explanation was? For I don't that? know what I see. He scheduled two more debates with Jensen. Right. Saw his lead and probably went okay. What is a community resilient to climate change? I, it, it's I meaningless. Well, what is, I, as I said, Kenny, we have a chief resiliency officer in the Carter administration, Russ oh, Stark, and he's literally been unheard of for yeah. two years. Oh, yeah. pick me, pick me, pick me. But they're getting their paychecks. Yes. Um, if, you, if the third precinct is up in flames for the better part of three straight weekends, is that good for the, uh, for the clean energy and the environment? That's it's bad. Not, that's not good. Okay. How about an entire city over the course of three weekends? That was not helpful. Okay. It was not helpful. Gotcha. I suppose let's try to figure out what the Mysterians mean by mean by resilient community. Uh, I can't uh, because it means nothing. Uh, innately, as a part of the human condition, we're resilient. There's there's nothing to be. It's boilerplate BS. Right. And like the emailer said, all we're missing here is inclusivity, equity, and diversity. Mm-hmm. It's all nonsense. And the other thing that drives me insane, and I've mentioned this before, is the phrase due to the pandemic. No, it's due to your action as the result of the pandemic. 
I think this is worse than just nonsense, Joe. This this is cramming a whole new way of life down our throats, whether we want it or not. Measurable goals include reducing greenhouse emissions from transportation by 80% in 2040. Here's the one that's really making me uh, irritated. Decreasing vehicle miles traveled per capita by 20% by 2050 and having 20% of vehicles on Minnesota roads be electric by 2030. For no He's reason just, at all. just cramming it down our throats. Well, you're right. And the $64,000 elephant in the room is, who is going to make these decisions? Who is going to decide if you're a suitable candidate to even own a car, much less drive it? Is that where we're headed? Because yeah, these people absolutely. are foul, foul yeah. human beings. They're no, faithless. They're they're uh, divisive. They're mean spirited. They're selfish. Here's your Russ Stark, Joe. Uh, according to the SaintPaul.gov uh, website, Russ Stark, Chief Resilience Officer. I know all that. Current. Well, I'm just to tell you what they what they say they're going to do. Stark will also engage. Um, he will. Promote sustainability strategies aimed at protecting St. Paul families from the effects of climate change. Also engage in internal and external advocacy with regard to green building standards, transit transit advocacy, and the city's complete streets plan. And implement initiatives to reduce our carbon footprint through energy and resource efficiencies. It doesn't mean In other words, he hasn't done a damn thing. He collects his hundred grand a year and his benefits, and he doesn't do a damn thing. And not to pick on Russ, the entire 25,000-person Melvin Carter cabinet doesn't do anything. Tony Newborn, chief equity officer. Well, they don't accomplish Tarek anything. Tomes, chief innovation officer. Sure. What's innovative about St. Paul? It's going in the tank. Right. So now I'm wondering, maybe he's just writing his own death warrant. Ooh, Tim? Be- yeah, Tim and the left with cramming all of these climate change initiatives down our throat and using it. Uh, like it's a ballot item, like like the voters are going to see this and be impressed. I, I think the opposite. I, I still think the majority of voters, both left and right, don't place the climate crisis as being a big deal. No, in fact, polling showed it about sixth in the list of ten concerns. And but I wish I could agree with you, Kenny. But I don't. I and I'm I'm not speaking about GLers. I don't trust my fellow man. My yeah. fellow humans, they're, yeah. they've become too weakened and too dependent and too uh, easily agreeable to believe uh, the likes of Walls preaching to them. And uh, I, I have, I, I'm pessimistic. I'm yeah. pessimistic. Uh, I think they, they must believe that, boy, if we only do what we're told, we'll have healthy lives and communities. <laughs> Well, okay. Do you have any personal responsibility for that? No. It's just a crying shame. Now, the note I made to myself. Uh, and I then I, uh, characteristically enough, I gave it some deep thought. On Summit Avenue yesterday, I saw a guy, maybe mid-50s, riding a bicycle. And on on the back of his T-shirt, it said, One Less Car. Okay. okay, so he thought he was making a big difference. Right. He's, well, A, he's not making any difference. But B, let's, let's think about that for a minute. Let's assume, for the sake of argument, that he believes that he's bringing about a difference by taking one more car off the road, mm-hmm. one less car. What, if you have that kind of mindset, if you have that kind of ideological view, what possibly is your long-term goal? Because him using one less car throughout his lifetime is not going to make no, an impact. No, of course not. Get away from get away from that. If if that's your ideology, one less car, you're operating with a larger dynamic in your mind. What is that? To rid the world of the evil use of fossil fuel. There it is. There it is. If he says one less car, obviously his goal must be no cars. Okay. Well, then his goal would be no freedom. His goal would be oh. no capitalism. Speak. His goal would be no wealth. 
Did you see the uh, extensive motorcade accompanying the President Biden today? I did not. Saying in the base of the tagline was climate change. And there was about 78,000 SUVs accompanying him today to visit the Queen. This guy had a t-shirt on that said that? On the back of the t-shirt it said one less less car. car. Are you sure his whole goal isn't just to come off as a prima donna and a smartass and... He likes acting better than the rest of the world. Well, even if that's true, Pretty deep. If, if you're wearing the shirt, you're buying the premise. What's yeah. he going to do when Grandma has to go into the hospital and he wants to visit her 480 miles away, but he doesn't have a car? Well, I'm sure he has two cars at home, so you're right. Part of this is being a prima donna, but part of it also is... In the, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the more likely you are to find people who have surrendered all reasonable thought to yeah. the idea that one less car makes sense. And if you believe one less car makes sense, you believe in zero cars. Yep. Give me your keys. Then. You're a car yep. nihilist. Mm-hmm. You An hypocrite. auto nihilist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Okay, if you don't believe in cars, believe in scooters. There we go. There you go. One, One more scooter. More scooter to sell. One more scooter from EcoFun Motorsports. The new store in Forest Lake opened earlier this summer. It's really cool. It's on Highway 97, just west of the Interstate 35. A store opened in Burnsville this summer on the service road off 35W. The EcoFun is home to all the great scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. They're home to 25 different types of electric bikes. They're home to youth recreational equipment and youth ATVs. Great, great youth stuff for kids. They're also a high-end Aprilia dealer. They have Vespa motorcycles and Moto Gies, Moto Guzzi, Moto Guzzi. Moto Guzzi. They have wonderful stuff, wonderful service. Helmets, apparel, anything you need is available at EcoFun Motorsports. Great people. Kaylin Bloom, Tim's daughter, is a, a nationally, an expert. nationally recognized expert on electric bikes, getting you the right fit, the right size, the right handlebars, the right seat, the right tires, all of it important. And we have a considerable amount of time left, given this warming planet, to enjoy more and more electric bike riding and scooter riding. From EcoFun Motorsports, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Boy, it was on Friday. I got the new drinking water system installed, gentlemen. And man, what a difference it absolutely made in the quality of my now drinking water, courtesy of my friends from Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer, by the way. I've mentioned this a time or two, but they offer sales, service, and rental units for Connecticut water treatment systems that includes water softeners, iron rust, and odor filtration systems, and like I just had installed, drinking water systems. Listen to me. A new system from Connecticut could do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Listen, I've had bad water, and it can affect almost every aspect of your home. And once you get that new system from Connecticut installed, your showers are going to become better. So is your laundry, by the way, and not to mention your drinking water. Boy, I'm telling you right now, my drinking water wasn't even really that bad, but that new system made it all that much better. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040, or just visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. It's Hofferman Water, and they have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. When you get in touch with them, please let them know that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Here's a 73 Silverado for 10 grand. Oh, you're coming back? Yeah. <laughs> you cannot uh, stop it. All right. You just make a move. This sounds like one of those new ones, one of them their new songs. Lovely. It's the final week for the Labor Day Liberty Limit Edition flag safe uh, sale. It's going on at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake in um, Maple Grove. I wrote East Fish Lake Grove in Maple Grove. Well, if you can find it, that's where it is. Uh, The Centurion 24, it's textured white, uh, 40-minute fire rating with all the other bells and whistles. The 23, the Colonial 23, the Colonial 50. Now, these are gloss white. They have a 75-minute fire rating, 
electronic locks and stored door panels, single outlets for power, the real deal. They're also on sale. The Liberty brand, the best built brand of safes on the planet, made right here in the United States of America, offered locally at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. And this is the final week of the big month-long Liberty Day, no, the Labor Day Liberty Safe Sale. That's what it is. Wow. Rich has that joint open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, a, uh, 5 p.m., 6901 East Fish Lake Road. And on the web, of course, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Along the same lines as uh, Governor Walls issuing his climate action plan, did you read about the tree equity problem uh, that we have in uh, Minneapolis or the Twin Cities? Tree equity? What does tree equity mean? Tree equity is ensuring there are trees in every part of every city to do this, they want to achieve these goals. This is the AmericanForest.org by 2030. A hundred okay. cities, a hundred. Go ahead. No, this this was written clearly to imply that evil white people have prevented black neighborhoods from having trees. Oh, that was the. Uh, oh. there's no, there was no way to avoid that implication. Do black people not see trees, or they cannot appreciate them, they, or what? Uh, they're not allowed to plant a tree. Okay. Okay. Evil white people say, They're not allowed. oh, I'm sorry, you're a black person, you can't play the tree. Sorry, you can't come yeah. to the game. Joe, uh, Bert writes, I'll go out on a limb and guess you read the tree equity article. Go out on a limb. Tribute. I see oh, what he did I there. I see what he did there. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Good stuff. Uh, Bert, you're right, I did read it. We agree this is nonsense, but despite the maps provided in the article and my current knowledge of tree density, amateur and anecdotal, the BR, spouse, blonde reckoning, and I decided to take a tour of Minneapolis and see for ourselves. Uh, we hit what you might call the four quadrants of the city. We agreed that there are a nice number of trees. There are bare spots in places you would think there should be, but mostly good coverage. Trees cannot be everywhere in town, just as they are not in most rural areas. We confirmed our hypothesis that we have adequate tree coverage and tree equity is made up hooey. Here's tree equity. We lost a tree on our south-facing front lawn years ago. The difference without the tree was quite noticeable. The blonde reckoning subsequently surprised me with a tree for a birthday gift and had it planted. This was great. All I had to do was water it. It grew enough before we moved on to make to make become a benefit. That's your tree equity. Plus, last I checked, it grew a swing, Bert. Okay, uh, plus the story also mentions... A tornado uh, impacted tree equity. Remember the tornado we had a few summers back that oh, sure, went yep. through North Minneapolis? Yep, right, yep. Racist I remember tornado. talking to uh, Marvin racist. about it and uh, went through Marvin's neighborhood, the guy down in the garage. And uh, that that was uh, those were white people who met at the Minneapolis club and said, let's make a tornado <laughs> and send it completely through North Minneapolis. No, only this neighborhood right only here. Only there because we want to impact tree equity. Take mm-hmm. a left right so, at the crossroads So there. all you uh, phonies that believe there's a tree equity problem, you're, you're well, you're crazy. You're fooling you're, yourself. You're certifiable. I don't uh, think you realize how big of an issue that this is, though. I do realize. It is a seriously big issue with euphorians because they have nothing else to worry about. Well, it's such a big issue. Years ago, I believe they made a song about it. There's deeds. Oh. There's a hole in the sky where the tree Oh, God, God help me. Why do you have to do money. that? There's a hole. In the sky where the tree once was, somebody's making money. Wow. I only play that just because I like seeing the lady with the tree hat on. She's she crazy. <laughs> she crazy. <laughs> uh, there is no such thing as a tree problem. Uh, if you're going to go down that road, then you have to say rural Minnesota has no tree equity. Because it's all open farmland. There are any trees. It's all open farmland. What about North Dakota? Ooh. They, they have a tree. One. They got, they got one lousy tree. <laughs> yep. South Dakota has a half a tree. Why, in fact, in South Dakota, you have to get all the way out to the Black Hills. Oh, that's you talk about tree inequity. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Wait a minute. The Black Hills. Yeah. Too many trees. Well, because Is that racist? Not, that's not fair. Wait a minute. I'm confused. So if 
I got news for you. Okay. What do you got? I got news for you. The same people who pretend to care about tree equity are the same people who think nothing of clear-cutting as many trees as possible if they can get another bike lane out of it. Oh, yeah. Well, we saw it play out. Mm, you're seeing it. Or a, or a windmill or the a southwest solar, light rail line. Solar panel or a, yeah, yeah, a rail right. line. <laughs> should, should, rail line. Should, should this be life? Drive up and down Summit Avenue. Sometime in the foreseeable future. I'll do it today. And virtually every house mm -hmm. has a Save Our Street sign, yep. which is referring to the plans to reconfigure Summit Avenue to make it more bike-friendly and eliminate parking and this and that and the other thing. Should life be that? Should, <clears throat> should a hard-working a family on Summit Avenue paying exorbitant property taxes really be held hostage to a bunch of unelected bureaucrats in the Department of Public Planning and Parks or whatever agency would be behind this plan to undo Summit Avenue? Do they really need to be up against the wall and held hostage? Where is their power? Where is their power to say, no, this is a bad idea. Summit Avenue is a national treasure, which is a miracle given the decline mm -hmm. of the urban area in St. Paul and Minneapolis. Let's do everything we can to maintain it as an urban treasure. And I don't need to have a save our street sign in my yard. It should go without saying right. that the street will be Such, saved. Such. What, what What's wrong with you, Such? We need to save the environment, and to do that, we're going to cut down all these damn exactly trees. Exactly what they're going to do. And we're going to put in bike lanes. That's right. Oh, because of these cars that are spewing smog. A lot of spewing. The only way to do it is to cut down these damn trees. What's wrong with you? Just Get of, with it. What are you, a climate denier? You lunatic. Maybe a 15 or 25 or 30 more... <laughs> women get mugged in St. Paul. They're, somebody will They'll wake up and say, Let's <laughs> make that a couple of thousand more. Come yeah. on. What's They're not going to wake Imagine up. Imagine the hole in the sky where the tree once stood if they do that to Summit Avenue. Oh, that would just be ugly. That would be the ugliest street in the so, world if they were all gone. Have they stumbled upon the cutting down the trees to save the environment? Uh, a windmilling that they they've gotten themselves into yet, Such, yeah, or do they need? They're not capable. They of need people like their us. Own irony. They're not capable. So, because their solution would be, well, for every tree we cut down, we'll plant, you know, two it's, or three trees. We're getting closer and closer to really. A lot of us are working for them. Yeah, they're running the show. Yeah, how do we stop? Where that? is your voice? I don't have a voice. Why have we become such small citizens? When are people we're gonna wake up? Because we're working, and we have don't we, have time to. I asked a guy yesterday, uh, who I hate to admit, but he's pretty smart. <laughs> and I said, "Why has such power fallen into the hands of people with the least investment in the city? Meaning, mm, yeah. <coughs> they're <coughs> they're most likely to not be paying many taxes and what have you." And he he had the right answer because they show up. Yeah, they go to the district council meetings. They right. go to the neighborhood meetings. They go to the caucuses. They go to the meetings. They go to the planning commission. They go to this and that, and, and you're out like a sap trying to make a living. Right, and That's then do extracurriculars. Point. You may even have a second job as a result of your property taxes mm -hmm. and whatever price is going high. So you have to, you can't go to meetings. These people show up. They have no serious investment. They have no chattel. They have no property. They have no. They have no reason to worry about things like that. So they show up and they get their way. <clears throat> right. We don't give a bleep about Summit Avenue. We don't. We didn't pay four and a half million dollars for that house, and we're not paying seventy-five thousand dollars a year in property taxes. We want a bike lane, and they're the only ones there talking. Right. Who is? So that must be the vast majority of the thinking then, because they're the only ones there. Do you happen to know the political demographics of Summit Avenue? It'd be uh, fun to know who uh, everybody voted for well, on that stretch. Well, much of it's wealthy enough to pretend they're liberal, but Summit S Avenue is where, when I walk, it's one of my three walking routes, 
I have a great squ- yeah. uh, stretch. And that's choose? where people who walk by me and say out of the side of their mouth, I like your stuff. But they don't want their neighbors to know that. Right. They don't want their neighbors to know that they they uh, listen and read an evil How does the walking rotation break down? Does it depend upon the weather? Well, the I, know, day of the I know what it is. I know what it is. Oh, here we go. Let's go. Uh, he, change, he only changes routes after the tomatoes come out and they start firing rotten tomatoes at him. Because yeah. you know he's not walking down Summit Avenue unscathed. Come on. No, I this, am. This crank? Are you kidding me? It's weather-related, isn't it? Uh, well, it's kind of like the liquor store route. Gotcha. You know, you, you got you got to right stop here. at this one today, yep. and then you got to stop at that one tomorrow. Can't be too and, soon. Can't come back too soon. You know, you want to fool them. Right. No, I, I have no idea. We haven't idea. seen old Joe in a couple yeah. days. What's going on? Well, got got There's some places that are suffering. <laughs> <laughs> I forg- I've given up my fiduciary responsibility to the liquor industry. Uh, I don't know what, what determines uh, where I walk. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you just leave it to chance. You know what it's all about? Do you ever, is it always, it's always neighborhoods, isn't it? Yeah. You ever go down to Hidden Falls or sure. uh, Fort Snelling or nah, Minnehaha Falls? I think it's kind of creepy to go walking around down Hidden Falls, you know. Uh, if you got a family with you, you're okay. It's yeah, like going to Grand Old Days. You're but alone. It's so, like going to Grand Old Days. You should be arrested. Yeah, you're uh, you're, so, you're permanent. Minute, why can't you be there one, by yourself? Uh, one one guy nuts. walking is creeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely yeah. perving out. No, I don't know. People start taking out their cell phones and yeah. making calls. Yeah. Why is he here by himself? Yeah, 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 <laughs> kind of unnerves me. What he doesn't even have a kid on, with him. What goes down at Eden Falls that uh, okay. you know? I don't. I don't walk there. I don't want her. Okay, I need I need help with this one. This is com- kind of related, but somewhat off topic. Saturday, my wa- my wife's birthday is today. Happy birthday to my wife. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. Jess. Over the weekend, I asked her what she wanted to do. She loves going to Canterbury. She's into horses and all sure. that stuff. It was her last day of live racing on Saturday. Right. And it was packed. Beautiful day. It was packed. Beautiful day. So the oldest boy and I went upstairs to go grab a slice of pizza. Why not? And we're you on the check f- in with PA. No, I didn't check in with Paul. He was busy. Okay. So we're up there having a slice, watching a little bit of the gopher football game. And there was a guy sitting by himself at a table, staring away from the track with no TV ahead of him. And he was getting like agitated. And I couldn't tell if he was listening to something in his ear or if he was off track betting mm. or whatever. And I thought, well, we're getting away from that guy. Yeah, stay away from that guy. What was your... Yeah. What was your question? Because you were just saying how if you're somewhere by yourself, oh. that can be unnerving to a crowd. I, and that's, can I thought the same thing where I'm looking at this guy sitting by himself going, what's he doing? Trying to figure out how he's going to tell his wife he just lost five grand. Probably. You're Maybe probably he was, right. Like me in the 80s, he was there trying to make enough money to pay rent. Isn't that what oh, Dark helped God. you do? Yeah. <laughs> in the press box where beer was free. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's when that guy took Pat and I there. He oh yeah, Hubbard, uh, general manager of the of the radio station. We got there, and he said, "Hey, those, man, you guys got any money?" He didn't have a nickel. No. Oh, that <laughs> was that was Peter May, wasn't I it? I think it was. Yeah, that had to be Peter. He invited you guys to the track yeah. and then asked for some cash. Hey, you guys got any money? Yeah. Uh, let me talk to my guy here. I, I don't think we do. Uh, your he's wife, the one. My, he's my the one. My fifties are in the, a part of the wallet that I keep my fifties in. Such, such. One of he was the general manager that hired me, and one of my first weeks on 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 the job, he had to fill in to do news. Yeah, and he kept during the news, he kept turning his microphone off and screaming at me to turn his headphones up. They were cranked all the way up, oh and every time he put it, took his can off his yeah, ear, yeah. it fed back into the microphone oh and squealed. Was he, he that was deaf? Well, yeah, he was that deaf. I don't wow. know if it was Peter May. Name another guy. I think it might have been Peter. It wouldn't have been Bob Franzen. Because Bob was doing okay. Franzen, it wouldn't, I don't think it was Franzen. It wasn't Bob. I had to be Peter. Now, yeah. you just said your wife had a birthday. It's today. Yep. It's today. Mm-hmm. And you're both uh, getting to you're getting up there now. <laughs> okay. Well, remind her of that tonight when yeah, you have your dinner. Probably not. You're, you're settling comfortably. You're looking kind of old, hun. Huh? No, let's put it this way: you're settling comfortably into I would suspect your early forties. 
Yes. Is that a good way to yes, put it? it? You're starting to let yourselves go. I look like I'm much older than she does. <laughs> well, it's not too early for you to think about your estate plan. Ooh. There we go. And I'm not kidding. No, you're not. This is. We talk about... We're becoming smaller and smaller citizens. When you die, do you want your boys to be suffering at the hands of the courts? Maybe. They don't get a damn thing because you were too careless to go to Eckberg Lammers and have an estate not. plan put together? Plus the other family, future family members you're going to have. Little girl. Eckberg Lammers is a full-service legal firm. You need lawyers to do this. That's just the fact of the matter. They've served the legal needs of individual businesses, individuals and businesses, for more than 70 years. That's also important. You want somebody who's been doing this for a long time. They specialize in working with people like the Reavers That's couple. right. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. You have stuff, and you're going to lose the stuff when you die. And you know what? You're going to die. Someday. I hope it's not for another 75 years. And I hope it's not falling off a ladder. And if you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts will decide. Ooh. They'll decide for you. Yes, and that, they will. That ain't good. Nope. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. Make an appointment with them and take care of this today. And I'm not kidding you, Reavers. What have I told you? I've been bugging you for 30 years about money and saving money, and you've never listened to me. Now, are you going to start listening to me? Of course. Call Eckberg Lammers. Do what now? At 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. Make your life a little bit better, won't you? Burn candles that are not boring. That's kind of the theme with spiral light candles. You know, if you are, if, you're, if your life is spiraling out of control, you know what makes it a little bit better? What? Looking at a candle that also is spiraling, not out of control, but burning in a spiral motion. That's the deal with Spiral Light Candles. They're online at SpiralLightCandles.com. This was a garage-born business. The family, they are all garage logicians, and they want you to see their wares online. If you saw them at the fair, you understand it. If you didn't, go online to SpiralLightCandles.com. Check out all the different uh, items that they have. They've got different colors, different scents, all sorts of different floral, woody, exotic, fresh, different scents, all sorts of great stuff. And you can see everything on the website featured at the State Fair was this year's mini donut candle, and it really does smell like mini donuts. Otherwise, go out to the garage, check out that cylinder index candle that they have that smells like the garage. Check them out online at spirallightcandles.com. That's spirallightcandles.com. Let them know that the Rook sent you so they know that they you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. Stop burning boring candles. Burn cool candles with spirallightcandles.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. So if you wait a day now, it could put you more than a week off down the road. What am I talking about? I'm talking about why you get a hold of Chris at aimhighconstructionmn.com right now today and get the bid ball rolling. Aim High Construction, they can and will help you with Every single aspect from day one, including design, if you uh, don't know what you want, they'll help you pick out the most affordable materials, and uh, they'll, they'll they'll make you happy. Trust me. Um, but here's the deal. They're very busy, and it, it might mean you'll get on the schedule, yes, but it could be a couple months out, depending on what you have to do. Is it indoor work? It'd be fun to do that indoor work in the in the winter, wouldn't it? Outdoor work, let's get that siding put up, the roof, uh, the shingles fixed, whatever. Concrete work, doesn't matter. Aim High Construction, they're experts in all portions of construction, from new builds to remodels and everything else in between. Great company. You can force the equity. You can improve your environment, improve your morale. Go to aimhighconstructionmn.com right now. Get in touch with Chris and get on the schedule today. Our climate czar, John Kerry. Oh, yeah. He warned African nations not to rely too heavily on natural gas in their efforts to modernize and bring electricity to millions of people. Why? 
Speaking on the sidelines of an African Environment Ministers Conference in Dakar, Senegal, Kerry told Reuters gas can be used in the short term to transition to cleaner energy sources. You're right, John. This is really what they're worried about in Senegal. Uh, we are say we are not saying no gas, Kerry said. What we are saying is over the next few years, gas replaces coal or replaces oil. His comments tapped into a fundamental problem for Senegal and other energy impoverished nations in Africa. According to the International Energy Agency, more than 600 million people, let me repeat this, 600 million people, nearly half of Africa's population, have no electricity. Wow. And here's this entitled fool from Nantucket who's jetted in privately. Because he has to, because he's fighting. Well, he's fighting the battle. He's fighting. I don't need he's to hear. I don't need to hear that. Oh darn it! He here is this pompous fool telling these people, "Well, yeah, you can you can use gas, but that's just to get over oil and and." Uh, okay, John. Then put your money where your mouth is. How about you shut her down at the old estate? Many African nations say developing their oil and gas resources is critical to boosting electricity powering industries and cutting energy poverty. Uh, Yet many developed nations, including the U.S., are curbing investments in fossil fuels to uphold their pledge to transition to cleaner energy by the end of the decade. So the hell with 600 million Americans. I'm sorry, 600 million Africans. Why in the hell should we care about them? Honestly. Wow. Wow. Maybe Ken Burns is right. We're just a lousy bunch of people. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're right. awful. We do not have to rush to go backward. We need to be very careful about exactly how much we are going to deploy, how it is going to be paid for, and over what period, and how do you capture the emissions, Kerry said. I can't go on so with this fool. I asked this question knowing full well that none of us know the answer to it. I'm going to guess, and maybe you have that information, how much did old John get paid to, to show up at this conference and, and give a nice little speech? Well, that's an interesting question because we, the American public, who works for the government, right. they don't work for no, us. No, they don't work for us. We have yet to be told what Kerry's office costs the taxpayers. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what Kerry uh, receives as an emolument. We have no idea what how many people work for him. We have no idea what kind of scam this is. I thought we delved into that a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, and nothing came of it. We don't know anything. You offset your carbon. <laughs> he met with President Chi. Brought him to the table. Uh, he did a lot of great stuff. He's a hell of a guy. Um, He's fighting the battle, Joe. Um, just it's so insane to watch this happen, knowing that it's insane. That's the part that's exactly. infuriating, and it's it's endless. There, there's there's no. Well, we've said it a million times. The buck doesn't stop. And here's the thing. You um, could say, well, what would bring people to their senses, including most specifically the political class, is a major conflagration, a major world war. And you know what? I don't think that would end the climate change hysteria Mm -mm. because you've already had Kerry uh, suggesting that he's very frustrated by Putin's attack on Ukraine. Why? What does that mean for climate change? We can't lose our focus. I I don't even think a world war would knock these idiots off their horse nope that's how doomed we are well look at even even crime locally in the subject of you know deciding on who you're going to vote for in the upcoming election i wonder where that resonates with the vast majority of the voting public in well, the Wall, state of minnesota Walls would rather much rather talk about the climate because he's just smart enough to know that the leftist position on crime does not work with a lot of people mm-hmm. so he'd much rather talk about climate change mm-hmm only because they come to us. He has a net worth of two hundred and fifty million. Man, it's good to be John. Is that Kerry or is that the wife? 
Well, the wife's that, the Heinz ketchup fortune. Yeah, she's worth a ton, right. too. That's what it says. Uh, and it also says he earns an estimated salary of $20 mil a year. No, it does not. Yeah. No, uh, it does not. Kenny's playing with between, us. Between, no, you know what, does. though? Between whatever he makes and whatever the side money he makes, for instance, going to, going to Africa for a public speaking engagement, I don't doubt that for a second. I'm trying to find confirmation here on more websites, but yeah. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and Pumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Limans at WorldwideWaftage.com. On this day in 1857. September 19th. Gas lights illuminated the streets of St. Paul for the first time. Oh. But that was charming. Was that the first time St. Paul was gaslit? Mm, no. Well, the first time, but it's been gaslit quite often since then. <laughs> On this day in 1865. September 19th. Governor oh. Stephen Miller announced that gold had been found near Vermilion Lake based on a rock collected by state geologist Henry Eames. A gold rush began but came to nothing, as no sizable amount of gold was ever found in the area. This exploration of the rich iron ore of the region would begin... The exploration of rich iron ore in the region would begin 20 years later. And on this day in 1926... September 19th. The Duluth Eskimos professional football team defeated the Kansas City Cowboys 7 to nothing in their only home game of the season. The Eskimos had been designated a road team, but they still compiled a 1973 record in two years of play. Players Ernie Nevers, Johnny McNally, and Walt Kiesling are now in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Before taking the name Eskimos, and how GL is this? The team was known as the Kelly Duluth after their sponsor, Kelly Duluth Hardware Store. Nice. I did well, not know that. Sports used to exist in a much simpler time. Yes, it did. <laughs> On this day in 1930, uh, Dudon Casti and Maurice Bellante, Frenchmen who had made the first east to west transatlantic flight, were celebrated at Wold Chamberlain Field in Minneapolis. Hmm. And finally, on this day in 1970, what did Mary Richards do? Threw her hat in the air. There you go, Kenny. That was 1970? Fictional television character Mary Richards moved to Minneapolis and threw her hat into the air as the popular Mary Tyler Moore show, Mary Tyler Moore show, began its run and lasted pretty much through the 70s. There's a statue. It's a of her, fun you know show. That? It's a fun show. It's a statue. Yeah, it's still down there unless it's the the uh, gang warfare has destroyed it. No, I think it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Threw her hat in the air. Mm. Boy, Minneapolis at that time. Let's just reminisce just for a second, because I know big boys out here. Yes, sir. He is ready to go with Monday Night Sports. Minneapolis talk. was really happening in the seventies. It really was. On what front? On all fronts? Oh, just it was. It was. It was happening. You know what I mean? I do. You can you can get there, and then it, now it's not happening. No, no. Well, it is just for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You didn't give us thank you, GLers. Thank you, GLers. Thank you, GLers. Go ahead, Kenny. What were we gonna say? Oh, I'll save it. It's Cal- uh, Carrie's salary thing, and I keep getting booted well, it's off not the twenty million. I keep getting booted off the Boston Herald website, so uh, I'm not getting what I need here. Please do us a favor, subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel. By the way, it's 86 degrees right now in Philadelphia, and unfortunately for the likes of me, no bad weather in store at all for that game tonight, Vikings at Philadelphia. But, bye. 86 degrees. That's drinking weather in Philly. I think so, and they've already started. Yes, sir. Oh, don't forget to sign up for the uh, Garage Logic newsletter at garagelogic.com with upcoming news.